Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, the first impressions mini-episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in-depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. What series are we covering this week? Godspeed. Ooh, you Black Emperor? Uh, I saw you added that to the notes, and I had to check, and I assume that's some sort of music reference. It is indeed a post-rock band called Godspeed You! Black Emperor. Oh, I didn't know a Rocky also made this series. That just feels like a stand name, doesn't it? It? Yeah, I kind of wonder if along with Araki, there's also a Rolly, so they're a rock and Rolly. You would think of that. I just remember in the 2000s, uh, Bush was very uh, adamant about the importance of Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> okay, when is part seven coming out? Yeah, exactly. Part nine is going to take place in the middle of the Iraq war. Oh, God, imagine what if stands were in the Iraqi war. Oh, God. I mean, the president was a stand user, so. That is true. I mean, it, it wouldn't be that weird for JoJo. It would more just be a bold move for Iraqi to do that. I would be looking forward to the very regretful politics that Iraqi would put on display during that. I cannot imagine it going particularly well or being a very uh, tasteful interpretation of events. My stand commits war crimes. Well, there was bad company, aka worse company. Worst Company is an amazing change. Like, that is just a fucking amazing thing that they changed in the dub. Holy <laughs> shit. But I think we might be getting a touch off topic. Possibly, yeah. Why don't we get into what Godspeed is actually about? So, Jordan, uh, do you mind reading your fabulous chapter one summary? Absolutely. A bunch of kids live in a sanctuary protected by a giant mommy angel named Lady Amalda who says that you can't go outside where a paradise exists until you're 14. However, a mischievous boy named Akira steals the key to the gates and gets his friends to leave with him. And by friends, I mean two generic girls named Reno and Sina and a poorly drawn fat kid named Buta. They do go outside and it turns out that the big paradise is a really shitty world where people are enslaved by the angels. No shit. The big Buta Booby Mommy Angel is whipping a guy and one of the kids runs to take the whip for him like Jesus or Moses probably did at some point and Lady Amalda then whips him and it looks like he's dead. And yeah, that's the first chapter of Godspeed. <laughs> I thought it was the main male character, not the fat kid, Akira, that got whipped. I thought you had like in your notes. That's why I was like, he, he, he wouldn't have made it in time. Ah, uh, no, but is it just me or is there not a single drawing of the fat kid where he doesn't look like absolute shit? That's the thing about this is like the art. It looks like it's like his second to final draft. It looks like he just didn't ink his penciling. There's a famous Iron Maiden album cover where somebody laid out all the compositions to a painting using um, a 90s 3D modeling program. So he sent them this draft consisting of everything laid out in really shitty CG and they just used that. Oh, perfect. That's what this reminds me of. There's a lot of things where it's like, yeah, okay, this is like a decent proof of concept maybe for how this is supposed to look, but like you're going to go back over it, right? The penciling work is pretty good and it just loses a ton of points because the art is just clearly not finished. I keep coming back to the fat kid because my God, my God, his cheeks and chin specifically, even more so than any other place in the manga, just look like garbage. It really looks like he drew a kid, made him wide, and then was like, shit, his cheeks aren't big enough. Fuck, I gotta go back in and just erase some here and then make the cheeks bigger here and stuff. And it just doesn't look good. And, and I know what you mean too, because like this artist isn't without talent. This isn't like a beast children situation where, wow, you're just a fundamentally bad artist. 
I think that's also kind of the same with everything about the series. Like, it's weird how rushed the first chapter feels. I actually, <laughs> I had a similar issue to Our Blood Oath where I was like very confused and it turned out I was reading it out of order. And in this case, some of the pages didn't load. So I had to read it again because I was like, wow, this is really disjointed. But it still is like insanely fast paced to compare it to The Promised Neverland, which I'm sure every person on the planet that has read this series does. Oh, absolutely. There's like very little establishment of the normalcy. They're literally like, oh, it's this kid's like 14th birthday. Let's have a party. Oh, off he goes. You just from the get go know something weird is going on. There's nothing that gives you a baseline of normality because you don't actually see any like of the pleasantness besides them having a party or you seeing like, you know, what's really going on until the kids escape on like page 15 of like a 35 page chapter. I completely agree. This series does a very bad job of setting up the whole thing where the sanctuary is seen as this wonderful place is basically just told to us by the angel. It's one of those things where like, of course, at the end of the first chapter, the angel that they see beating the guy is the angel from the beginning of the chapter. It just makes the whole world seem smaller. Really? She she doesn't have somebody that she delegates that to? How did she have full time to be, you know, big titty mommy angel GF and also whip people? Yeah, whip people like brutally. Like it's uh, it's intense. I mean, this manga is trying so hard to like say something. It feels very much like the author's like, yeah, this is going to be like a hard hardcore analogy and make you really think about our world, but it's just so ham-fisted and it's so, like, blatant. Didactic is the best word, I think, to describe it. It's just, it's just, it doesn't feel like there's much there. The world feels tiny. We barely see anything from the sanctuary. It really is just, like, told to us through exposition. Kind of reminds me of Beachy. You're edgy, like, 22-year-old out of college. You're like, guys, what if the angels were the bad guys? And you're like, whoa, that is something everyone else has done. This is, like, we'll get into more in the guesses section. But, yeah, I was like, they're clearly bad. And I know this came out before The Promised Neverland, which is kind of weird. It's kind of like how we thought Beachy was kind of a trip off but it came out first so oh maybe this is a time paradox ghostwriter situation where he had future issues of jump and he was reading the promise neverland and he tried to make his own this is a this is one of the series that came out in the time paradox ghostwriter universe you know what this is one of the mediocre series that the main character from time paradox ghostwriter submitted and got rejected by the editor yeah but the editor was like that angel mommy keep her around I'm absolutely surprised that this manga was released in 2017. I absolutely thought this was going to be another early 2000s manga. The way it looks, the aesthetic, and I would have been a little bit more forgiving for like better or worse reasons if that were the case. It, it's just like oh man, I'm about to read a manga and there's a sexy angel. Oh god. It's just really stupid. <laughs> it's really just the word for it. I feel bad because I know someone in the Discord Victor personally recommended this, but man oh man, this is not a very good series so far, but maybe it gets better. You know, it could. It isn't the worst setup. It's just like a very generic setup. It reminds me of like a really good book that I read um, years ago called Never Let Me Go. And it's a very similar premise. This concept of there being a sanctuary where certain children are protected and told like, oh, the outside world is great. And then it turns out the outside world is a lot more horrifying than you think. That's a very appealing premise. That's something that a lot of people can the very least relate to you know it talks about the feelings of growing up and the transition from childhood to adulthood mm-hmm. the fact that they leave at 14 just made me think oh it's their yeah. bar mitzvah <laughs> 
<laughs> the quinceanera. I feel bad that I don't have much positive to say. The art really could have been good if they had taken another pass on it, but the plot is bad. The characters are completely flat. The only defining character is like they have a fat character is he's fat. Well, he's also like a coward kind of, except he is. But isn't, that's the I thing. Guess. It's like there's nothing for him to be cowardly about that's unreasonable. Like, what's he supposed to do about a tall angel that's like whipping people? Exactly. It's like his cowardice isn't especially noticeable. It isn't, it doesn't really stand out as a segment of his character. And then he's willing to leave their sanctuary at the prodding of just his shitty friend who stole a key. I like that they gave the demons halos. I thought that's an interesting touch. Well, you're assuming that they're demons. <laughs> In the first picture, when they show the angels versus demons, the demons have their own types of halos. Oh, I totally missed that. I'm hoping that alludes to something, but we'll see. Well, I'm excited to meet those demons because they remind me of like old medieval drawings of how demons are supposed to look. This isn't one of my formal guesses, but I assume that the girl they met is a demon and like her hat thing is hiding her halo. Possibly. That's a pretty big halo to hide underneath that, though. But that reminds me. Uh, So, David, what are your guesses for what's going to happen in the next nine chapters, I believe. Yeah, this is a really short one. And then, so just for listeners, we're trying anything where what we're going to do is we're going to make three actual specific guesses. And then later we will rate ourselves. We're thinking maybe that'd be fun, like Patreon bonus content. But if anyone has an insider, if they really want to hear it, maybe we'll start doing it at the start of the next Chibi episode. But my three guesses are one, what they are calling the angels are actually the demons. Mm. That's why I think the halo thing might be an interesting touch if that is the case. My second guess, and this is probably my most wild one, is I think that beyond the walls is the normal human world, Mm -hmm. like a non-magical world. And then the third one is I think the main character at some point will die and be revived with holy power and be some sort of like Jesus allegory. I was just going to say like Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Jordan? Uh, So my three guesses are one, they're going to meet God in the last chapter, probably have some kind of confrontation (laughs) there. It's going to be like an edgy, like, oh, fuck you, God, whatever. Um, So even more like Time Paradox Ghost Rider. Yeah, more like Time Paradox Ghost Rider, although that was the author. This is more like Shin Megami Tensei, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, where they kill God at the end of the game. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the second one is, so we mentioned at, at 14, you are allowed to leave the sanctuary and they have a friend who leaves and his name is Bernie and Bernie is dead. I think Bernie's dead. If he's not dead, then he's in a bad place and he's like broken. I assume that Bernie is like now one of the enslaved people. And when you leave, you just start working on the wall. I actually thought that was Bernie at first. Yeah, I did too. Can you imagine that? <laughs> you're like, yeah, we have no subtlety. Well, here's the other thing. This is my last one. When you turn 14, you're either eaten or used for parts. I don't think that the kids from the sanctuary wind up working on the wall. I think Mm. they're used for something else. It's a very clear reference to um, Egyptians enslaving the Hebrews and shit like that. I feel like this game makes me excited now to read these series. Just even if it's shitty, I want to see how well I could predict something. Yeah, me too. I'm really interested. Like, I actually had to, like, hold myself back from reading the later chapters because, like, no, I have to remain ignorant for this show. Okay. Think you would keep reading just based on this first chapter, David? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Maybe if there was more Angel Mommy, Jeff, but this story <laughs> is dumb. I just read Promise Neverland again if I wanted this exact same plot done well. <sighs> I might just out of curiosity, but I wouldn't, I don't think I'd read like two more chapters. I think I'd read like the next chapter. And then if that chapter is miraculously way better than this one, I'd keep reading. But just based on this chapter, I am not thinking about this when I consider manga that I want to finish, you know? Sorry, Victor. Yeah, sorry, Victor. Oh, he's a good good kid. 
Absolutely, great guy. So, on our normal episodes, we have a six-word summary, but because for the Chibi episodes we only cover one chapter, we have a power word. So, David, what is your power word for the first chapter of Godspeed? Step. Uh, what's your reasoning behind that? Because I wish <laughs> she would step on me. Fair. Maybe it is heaven, because you just have big, tall mommy angel GFs uh, stepping on you. Whipping! And whipping. So, in the right context, that really could be someone's form of heaven. It definitely kind of feels fetishy. Lady D from Resident Evil 8 has some competition, and to be honest, Jordan, that's going to be my first idea, is I kind of want to have them, like, do you remember that scene? I thought it was in Kill a Kill, but I think it's actually in Solider, when the two girls, like, stand next to each other, pressing their- actually, this might be too much. Maybe I shouldn't ask Shannon to draw this. You're thinking of Solator. I know the exact scene you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too much for us, but I absolutely understand where you're coming from. I do think something with Lady D and the Angel Lady uh, might might be might be in the cards. I actually agree with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be you're going sent to horny jail before you know it. It's gonna, it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> How about yours, Jordan? I would say draft. For two reasons. First of all, this series seems like a first draft. If you gave this to me as a first draft, I'd be like, this is a decent first draft. But the other reason is there's a lot of holes in this series and it's letting in a draft. I'm totally with it. All right. So we've got five very spicy questions this week. Actually, we've got six because one of them's a quick question. So one person got two of their questions answered. First up from Meowth900 on the Discord. What is your favorite weather? You know, I really like that that weather where it's like high 60s, maybe uh, like in that range where it's like it's a little bit windy, the sky's a little bit gray. Maybe it was just after it rained. There's something very nice, something very like nostalgic about that. I like it when it's raining and you don't have anything to do. Like yesterday, I made intentionally made no plans. And so when I opened like my windows and it was pouring out, I was like, hell yeah, I feel so vindicated. I made zero plans today. <laughs> oh, totally. Sometimes it's just really nice to hang inside when it's really bad outside. Exactly. Made some nice popcorn, you know, just enjoying, enjoying the vibes. I definitely didn't like having the sky open up on me about like a week ago when I was walking home from the gym. That sucked. But, you know, <laughs> summer uh, rain. It's spring, but sure. Yeah. Close enough. So the next question comes from Second44, also from the Discord. I think these are all from the Discord, actually. Oh, so That makes sense. Is there a series out right now that you can see a future episode being made about it? I mean, uh, Chojin X. Oh, Chojin X, yeah. I think <laughs> I Tell C seems like the most likely series to be canceled. I heard it like soft rebooted itself in desperation, which I know, Jordan, that's like one of your favorite things. So I know you'll be very excited to read that series. Oh, you mean they like, did like a crazy genre yeah. shift? So I think they like completely changed like who the main character was. Like they killed off the original main character, I think I would have heard. And so one of the secondary characters is now the protagonist. Oh, that kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about that shit. Yeah, so look forward to probably an ITLC episode coming out sometime in the near future. I don't know, maybe they saved it. Maybe that, whatever. We'll, we'll see. Probably not. The next question is actually, sorry, I lied. This one is from an email and this one is asking, what is a manga you wish more people would read? And I assume we should not say my, uh, high school family because we just literally did an episode about it. My gut actually says 666 Satan because I want to talk about it. <laughs> you want more people to read it? <laughs> Jeez. So I can talk about it. I don't I don't even know if it's good. It's been years since I read it. It's by the Naruto, uh, the, the twin brother of the guy who made Naruto. So it is. Yes, that's why it looks so similar. I have a, an actual one. An actual one. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout out to Luke aka Coltrag on the discord who recommended me Magu-chan and I just caught up on it and it's really great so Jordan it is 
kind of like a comedy gag manga about a bunch of eldritch gods that have lost their powers and trying to survive, but they're still monsters. So you see like little like gremlin creatures that used to be like <laughs> Yogg-Sagoth and like the gods of like madness and like destruction and stuff. One of them becomes a baker or a chef and he's like an assistant and he like dreams of becoming his own like chef. Oh, that's so cool. He has like an army of like hermit crab minions because that's all he can like spread madness to now. It's a really fun, wholesome series. So I, I think you would like it a lot if you tried reading. It's in Shonen Jump. Also, my real answer is Sakamoto. Oh, days. that's a great series. That was a close call between Sakamoto and High School Family for what we wanted to do our recommendation on. I guess High School Family just edged it out a little bit more, but that's cool. Well, High School Family has Gomez, so. I mean, you can't really fight Gomez. Fucking master at karate. <laughs> so what are you going to do? And friendship. Well, I do live in Philadelphia, so. <laughs> the next one is from Master Crash. So Master Crash, we're giving you two just because we already kind of answered this on the Discord, but we'll just answer it in person too, just because we have an easy answer. Are you guys planning on expanding the flops to non-Shonen Jump manga? Well, we already did. We, by accident, did a manhwa. This one, Godspeed, is also actually not even shown in its sending. So, yep. And then just because that was a really quick answer, your second question is, what is your favorite axed ending? Be it because it's genuinely good or because it's so bad it's good. And so, Jordan, I think without doubt, let's say definitely it is Time Paradox Ghost Rider because that series actually had like a satisfying ending. But I don't know if you had something else you would also consider like an ending that's interesting from a quality perspective or from like just how crazy they've like shotgun the end of the series. I mean, Stealth Symphony's ending. I was going to say <laughs> Stealth Symphony. That series was so fucking nuts. That was a buck wild ending, and I respect the shit out of the author for doing it. It kind of kicked ass. I Like, Time Paradox Ghostwriter's ending worked really well. But man, I love how Stealth Symphony desperately tried to turn the whole thing around in the last couple chapters and did as good a job as I think you could have done with that. Yeah, honestly. I think the other series that stands out is Matama Security, just because it had the best joke about being canceled that is physically possible, where they made up a bunch of things that happened in the series that never happened because the series got canceled. And one of the characters is like, nothing you're talking about ever happened. So good. The other great one, this one is probably the funniest, so bad it's good, really is Tokyo Shinobi oh Squad, where the author really was just like, man, I want to have a final boss in the last chapter, but I never introduced anybody. So here you go. Uh, Here's his mentor. He's a big, scary guy. And I'm just going to have him fight for whatever reason. That makes a lot of sense. Just Jesus Christ. That was a fun question. All right. And then our last one is, can I be on your show? No. So this one is from Twitter. And so... Oh, this was kind of like a general question, so I'm not really citing it to anyone in particular, but essentially, if you'd like to be on the show, please feel free to send us an email or DM us. Our email is shonenflop at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at shonenflopcast. So just a note, though, we have a very long list because we only get two episodes out a month. We are definitely trying to find other ways to get people on content, in particular, probably like other mini episodes and stuff like that on the Patreon. But yeah, please feel free to send us a message. Uh, we'll happily talk about and figure out and work with you to see if you would be a good fit for being on a main episode or potentially on a piece of bonus content. No, it's not like I like you or anything. Baka. We're always looking for guests. Yeah, Jordan's the king of guests. We've got some really exciting guests. So we've got some heavy hitters coming up in the next few months. So it's going to be a really exciting time. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. And with that, I believe that this episode is coming to a close. You can find our website at shonenflop.com. Join our Discord. We're having a lot of fun there. Love to build up a community. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. Feel free to tweet, email, or post on the Discord if you have a question. You might get featured in the next Q&A. Also, we finally have merch by demand. We have a shirt. Final link in the description. It's exciting. We've got a cool circular logo design. 
definitely uh, we'll try and get more merch out, but that was a good start. And then hopefully we'll have some other cool shit. We're definitely brainstorming on designs, maybe some shirt, des- uh, some personal favorite cover arts. Like I know people really want that Gomez shirt. So we're going to try and figure out the logistics of that. And then maybe some other stuff like getting like an intergalactic ball federation shirt or I don't know, something ridiculous. Or <laughs> as we talked about just a shirt that says, I really wish I was reading Chainsaw Man right now. Yeah, we could probably do that one pretty easy. All right, well, thanks for listening, and David? Keep on flopping, floppers. See ya!